and Soul Podcast. I'm grateful you are tuning in today. I'm Shauna Hall, a self-love and mindset coach, teaching you how to align your life through mindset shifts, spirituality, and manifestation. Each week, I'll be giving you tips designed to help you create a passionate, purposeful, high-vibe reality that you love. If you're ready to align your glow, you're in the right place. Let's get to it. Hello, hello. And welcome back to the Align Your Glow and Soul Podcast. This is a solo episode today. Super excited to chat with y'all. So today's episode, I'm sure you love the title, Why I Declined a Six-Figure Job, is very interesting and it's truly a manifestation test. So I don't know if you are familiar with um, to be magnetic. Lacey Phillips is the owner and founder and talks about how often when we are focusing toward a manifestation, we're presented with a test sometimes to see if we are willing to compromise or if we trust. And I did an episode with Linda Ho last year called how the universe tests you. And I believe in this And this definitely was a test. So let me back up a little bit. This year, my goal was to make six figures. I didn't have a set dollar amount. I didn't care if it was just $100,000. We say just. (laughs) That's not a good statement to make. (laughs) Um, I didn't care if it was $100,000 and that was it or if it was more than that. But that was my goal. And I didn't know how. Didn't know when, didn't know, um, you know, really how that would be presented. I just was like, this is my goal. I want this for X, Y, and Z. And so I have been focusing on that. And every single morning when I do my meditation, I sit down and I say, thank you, universe. I'm so grateful to be making a hundred or to be making six figures with ease and flow and a job that I love in a remote hybrid role. And that's it. I've kept it very simple. And those are really, that's all I want is to be making that much so I can have some financial freedom, so I can provide for my family with a little more ease. And I want to do it in a job I love because what's the point otherwise? And I also want either a remote position or a hybrid position because I want to be able to be home more often and take care of my baby when he's born. And yeah, so in my current job, that is not really doable for me. I'm definitely not making six figures and I really don't have the option to work from home. Maybe if I'm sick or for a few hours, but not really a thing. So anyways, that is what is my, my goal. And so last week, week before I got an offer for a company that I've been interviewing for, for several weeks. And I knew I was going to get the offer. I just knew. Now this position seemed very cool. It was in a similar setting, behavioral health, which I love. And it was with a company that had a lot of opportunity to grow. They were expanding pretty rapidly. I didn't know, you know, I knew the salary range, which was exactly what I was looking for. So the salary range was 90, I think to 110,000, something like that. And I would ask for, you know, minimum of a hundred thousand. 
So I get this offer and it is everything your heart could desire. It was 95,000, which I was willing to settle for. It was unlimited PTO, a beautiful 401k match, mental health days, sick days, free gym membership, free rock climbing, um, several other perks that were just crazy. Good benefits. I mean, really one of the most beautiful packages I have ever seen in my entire career. And I was so excited. However, you know, I asked to think about it because I wanted to go back to my boyfriend and say, hey, this is what's going on. And then I got to thinking, okay, if I start this position in January, I'm supposed to be giving birth in June. That's six months. I will not qualify for FMLA. So if you're not familiar with the Family Medical Leave Act, I'm, I'm missing the A in there, but that's roughly what it stands for. It's a federal regulation that if you are working for an employer of tw- for 12 months or more and uh, don't, well, I think that's it. And then there's an hour requirement too. But generally, if you've worked for an employer for 12 months or more, you'll hit the hour requirement. So it, it protects your job, essentially. It doesn't give you any pay. It just protects your job. It does not allow the employer to terminate you or to let you go or to replace you. Now, they can hire somebody temporarily. You know, what they do while you're gone, while you're on FMLA is their business. But when you're on FMLA, they are not allowed to replace your position. So I thought of that and I was like, oh, that's concerning. I won't be with this company for a year. So what would that look like? And so luckily Nathan's like, you really should ask. You know, at first I wasn't going to say anything, but then I was like, oh, I should ask before I accept. So that way I can get it in writing that they will save my job because how crazy would that be if I don't have a job after six months? So I go back to the company and I have additional questions just about a variety of couple things. And one of the last questions I say is, Hey, I just want to be upfront and honest. I have every intention of working for this company for many years. And, you know, I just recently found out that we are pregnant and we are expected to have a baby in June, which means I will not qualify for FMLA. So what does that mean for me? So the hiring manager calls me the following day. She goes over all my questions, which, you know, were not. And there's a couple things that were not really what I was looking for. So I had asked about the schedule and I had asked about on-call. Is there an on-call schedule? This is a behavioral health program, facility, treatment center, and they, they function on the weekends. They're not a 24-hour facility, but they do have program outside of your normal 95. So I asked about that and she says, yep, we have an, a rotating on-call schedule. Not really what I want. <laughs> and then the hours are that, you know, typical 95. She says, however, you probably will need to be coming in on the weekends at some time, or there might be some events in the evening. Um, you know, because the position is essentially I'm in charge of everything and everyone. So I would need to be available and able and willing to go meet employees at random hours of the day at times. Again, not really what I want. And then the other thing that I really did not love was that although it's unlimited PTO, you can't use PTO until you hit your six months. Well, I hit my six months and then I would go in on maternity leave, which means I wouldn't have any time off essentially until then. Not that I really had planned to take a ton of time off, but what if I wanted a three-day weekend or wanted to take a couple days off for my birthday? Again, not really what I wanted. 
And then finally we get to the question of me going on maternity leave. And she goes, well, because we are under 50 employees, we are not legally required to offer FMLA. Which is true. That is correct. If you are a small business and you do not have 50 employees, even if you just, even if you have 49, you do not need to offer those federal regulations. So now you can, I believe, don't call me on that actually. Um, so that would mean I would take a new job, which the pay was significantly more than what I am making now, which is great, right? However, I'd be at risk of not having a job six months. Or I would be in a position where I'd be so stressed out that I would need to potentially return to work because my job might be gone, that that's all I would be thinking. And I would not enjoy my postpartum journey whatsoever. And so I was leaning toward the no. And for a quick second, I thought to myself, well, maybe I can compromise. Maybe I can just take eight weeks off. And I even told her that. I said, let me go back to you. Let me discuss this with my boyfriend and I will call you tomorrow. So I'm toying with this because, again, everything at first seemed beautiful and great and, wow, all these great perks and benefits and pay and la, 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 la. So I call a coworker who works with me. She's a fellow manager, and she's had two children with us over the past couple years. And I asked her, I said, you know, how much time did you take off with each kid? And how was it going back to work? And she tells me her journey and how, you know, she took 13 weeks off with her first kid, 14 off with her second kid. And she said that her first kid, it was so challenging to go back to work. She didn't want to go back to work. She was crying and it was just a really tough transition. And it was a little bit easier with her second. She's like, yeah, also as challenging as it was, I did have a lot of support with the other women in the organization, which is good to know because starting a new company, I probably would not have a ton of rapport built with people or have that support necessarily because I'd, I would only have been with the company for six months. And I've been on my current company for two years. And so she really helped me lean towards that no. And, you know, after talking it over with Nathan, you know, we just were not comfortable with not having a job, not having an income for myself and then having to start over and find another job after working for this company for six months and taking, you know, three months off if I desire to have a maternity leave. And so I called her back the next day and I said, you know, although this is a great package and I appreciate it, I just cannot knowingly go into a position where I'm going to be not guaranteed an income, not guaranteed a job and having to start over. And she understood and we are going to keep in touch and you know maybe in 9 months things will change and you know whatever. But turning down that job I thought I would be challenging. I thought I would be like, "Oh, that sucks." But no, I was completely content with that decision because it wasn't what I wanted. Yes, the perks were great. Yes, my salary requirement was there. Yes, the PTO seemed awesome. However, I want a six-figure position in a remote or hybrid role. And those that was not met of my desires. Now, again, I kept my manifestation pretty simple, six figures, remote or hybrid. Half of that manifestation was not there. And so I would have compromised on what I truly want. And then I would have actually been pretty unhappy in probably a year 
of doing this position, knowing that my real desire is to either work remote or have a hybrid role. And so my takeaway from this is when you get clear on your manifestation, on your goals, on your journey, don't compromise, get clear and visualize it. And again, you're going to get tests. And this was a big one because it was very shiny, right? The carrot was shiny and it looked delicious and it was great. And it was right in front of my face and I could have easily said yes. However, that carrot did not have all the things I wanted. And sometimes we get distracted on our journeys with shiny carrots and we forget that that's actually not even what we wanted in the first place. Like it looks good, sounds good, but it's not really what we want. So as you're on this journey of healing and transformation and creation and empowerment, I always talk about this, get clear on what you want and visualize it, but don't forget about that. Write down these goals that you want, write down the visualization, write down the life you desire, put it on a post note, put it in your journal, put it on your mirror so you can see it every single day and have that reminder. And that is a good reminder for myself because although I do meditate on this every single day, I think it's great to have another reminder throughout the day, whether it's on your phone as a little ping that reminds you or you're journaling on it. Or again, you're writing it down on a post-it so you can see it because we get distracted and nothing wrong with that, but we want to stay clear on what it is we truly desire. And the universe (laughs) is going to present things to you that might look great in the moment, might be pretty close to what you want. But if it's not what you want 100%, do not compromise. Believe and trust in your ability to co-create and to get what you desire. And I know for a fact that I will have exactly what I want with time. Maybe it'll be tomorrow. Who knows? (laughs) But I know that I will have that six-figure job that is a remote or hybrid role in a job that I love, in a company that I love. Have no freaking doubt. Who knows? It could be in my current company. Maybe that'll happen in six months from now. I do not know, but I'm going to trust myself. I'm going to trust in the universe to deliver because I just know. I know it will happen. And this is a, it's not, this, this, uh, me declining this job is, Yes, it was a no, but it's rather a redirection. And I feel really good about it because it just allowed me to sit in to what I want even further and to realize, yeah, there's some cool offers. There's some opportunities, but if they're not what I want, which again, pretty simple and clear, two things, six figures and a job I love, that's easy. Okay, not easy, but you know, filled with ease and flow and remote or hybrid. Those, like, that's it. <laughs> not asking for a lot. And when you think about it, there are so many companies that offer those two things. And so I was really just distracted and, you know, intrigued by this very shiny offer. And I know a lot of people would go, Oh my God, that's the most amazing offer ever. Like, how could you not take that? Well, to me, it wasn't worth it. I was not going to sit here knowing that in, you know, five and a half, six months, when I go on maternity leave, I'm going to be at a point where I'm going to be stressing that my job is not going to be available. So then that stress is going to be then transferred to my baby. So my postpartum journey is going to be more difficult than it needs to be. Then I'm not going to be able to enjoy that time with my baby, which I'll never get back. 
And then I come, I mean, that job is gone. <laughs> and then I have to start over. And finding a job takes time. It is always taking me time to find the job that I really, really want. It's not easy. You know, it takes a lot of effort. Finding, a, I always say finding a new job is almost like a full-time job in itself. So coping that with postpartum, with trying to take care of my family, with trying to heal and recover, oh my gosh, it would just equal pure disaster. And I don't want to knowingly put myself through any of that. So again, I think this was a really great redirection for me to just chill for a moment. No, you know, I have, I already have a pretty good job. I have a pretty good income. I have great benefits and I know my company, you know, I'll be able to take time off. I've been with the company for two years. I'll be able to take a minimum of 12 weeks. I plan to take off actually more than that. I know that my boss is supportive. And if I need to potentially work for home for a day or so on the postpartum journey, I don't think she'll have a problem with that. And so why would I walk away from all that when I know that I'm not going to have the stress I'm going to have a ease-filled, flowy next six months that'll allow me to recover with ease and to enjoy postpartum with ease and to really take the time off that I need to take care, to take care of my baby. So yes, that has been my journey. And, you know, I've talked to a couple of people and people are just shocked at, oh, how can this company, you know, do that? It's like, you know, (laughs) when you are not, when you're a small company, you don't need to follow a lot of the federal regulations out there. And so my advice for you, when you are taking an offer with a company, regardless if you're pregnant or not, is get clear on some of their benefits, some of their perks. Are they a small company or a large company? Because larger companies do have some better federal perks. And so make sure that you ask all the questions that you are very clear up front, that you truly understand really everything. What does the schedule look like? What's the PTO look like? What's time off look like? Can you take appointments? There's so many things to look at from a large picture when you're looking to take a new job. And I have not talked about this a ton. This is probably going to be a shift that I take in this new year to really start focusing on the career aspect of what I like to teach. I talk about, you know, spiritual aspect and the manifestation aspect all the time, but I'm very passionate about supporting people in getting into the career that they desire, getting into a job they love. And there's a lot to that, right? It starts with really getting clear what you want and then getting into those nitty gritty details from building a good resume to how you're presenting yourself in the interview itself and all those things. So you will see more of that from me, whether it's here on the podcast or on my Instagram, because as a hiring manager and I've been hiring, oh gosh, for 20 plus years, Ooh, I see it all. I see it all. And there are some people out there that really need some help on this arena. So I um, am excited to talk about this and support individuals on their career journey. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, please take a second to take a screenshot, tag me on Instagram. I would love to see that. And it just really helps support the podcast. And if you, if you are listening on Apple podcast or on Spotify, please give me a five-star review. It really does help get the podcast out there, present it to other people. I'd appreciate that as well. Thank you so much for listening. Have a beautiful day. 
Thank you for listening to this week's episode. I'd love to connect with you. Screenshot this episode and tag me on Instagram to be entered in to win a $50 Amazon gift card. Please subscribe to be notified of all new episodes and don't forget to glow like you're meant to. Have a fabulous week.